Are you in sickness, in deep thoughts, drowning in depression? You feel stuck and nowhere to turn. Andrew Womack Ministries and Caris Bible College invites you to the healing experience. This 25th of May, 2023, starting at 5 p.m. at Park Royal Mall, 5th floor, along Buganda Road. God is a faithful God. When you believe on Him, your healing is always available. Your healing is today. To all our partners of Andrew Womack Ministries in Uganda, we thank you and appreciate you for the financial support you render to us to take the gospel as far and deep in the world. Truly because of you, the gospel reaches the whole body of Christ. We speak a blessing unto your lives and families and exceeding prosperity. Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. Self-reliance is one of the greatest hindrances to us following God's will and seeing it come to pass in our life. I knew that God was speaking to me about, you know, that even though it doesn't look like it's possible for us to do it, that maybe God has some other plans. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our broadcast of the Gospel Truth. I'm now into my fourth week of teaching on a subject that I've entitled How to Find, Follow, and Fulfill God's Will. This is what revolutionized my life and pointed me in the direction that God wanted me to go. And I tell you, I have loved teaching on this. It has just transformed me. And I know that these same truths will work for any single person that will put them into practice. I haven't got time to go back through everything that I've taught but it's really important. We have all of this teaching archived on our website. And you can go there and watch the programs for free. Yesterday I was talking about Real quickly, uh, I had this experience March the 23rd, 1968. And within two months, I had to come to a decision. Was I going to stay in school? Or get out. I was in my first year of college. I was living by myself at the time. And I was enjoying college, but when I had this encounter with the Lord, God just put such a burning in my heart that I wanted to share the gospel with people. But to me, college was an absolute waste of time. Now, I'm not saying that's for everybody, but for me, that's the way I felt. So I was going to quit, but my mother... Uh, she was off go getting her master's degree. And uh, so she wasn't living at home. She was actually living in Durant, Oklahoma. But she would come home on the weekends. And uh, she just thought that I was crazy to quit college, especially because I had a deferment from the draft. 
Singa nali sigadde musomero nali sina ngiriji nali ngenda kusindikibwa kuigena mu lutalo This is during the height of the Vietnam War Binebe nebe nabyaliwo mukasera olutalo lwe Vietnam wali lulinyinyi tide 1968 Mu mwaka gwali 10 murenda nkaga munana and I had a deferment from the draft as long as I stayed in school Era nalina echali kisobulo okunta asanze okusindikibwa mu lutalo kastanna sigalanga ancha soma Plus, I was getting $350 from the government because of my dad's insurance, or uh, I guess it was his social security. As long as I stayed in school, I got $350 a month to pay for my schooling and I had the acceptance of my family and everybody else. As long as I just did what everybody expected me to do. So there was all kinds of reasons to stay in school, but I just lost my desire for anything except God. And telling people about the Lord. And so... I said I was going to quit school and boy my mother hit the roof and so I decided to stay but I was I was struggling because I wasn't enjoying it I hated it as a matter of fact and then I saw the verse in Romans 14:23. That says whatsoever is not of faith is sin. And I realized I was in sin because I felt pulled in one direction. But because of the counsel and the acceptance or the possible rejection from people. I was going in a different direction. And I wasn't doing what I really felt in my heart. And according to Romans 14:23, I was in sin. And so I made a decision I wasn't going to be in sin the next day. And this verse in Colossians chapter 3 verse 15 says, Let the peace of God rule in your heart. And that word rule, I said this yesterday, is the word we get umpire from, and it means you have to make a decision. You can't not make a decision. You can't say, well, let's just do it over. No, it's got, you've got to make a decision. And once it's made, you can't reverse it. And the Lord just basically spoke to me and said, let peace rule in your heart. And so that night I was determined that I was going to make a decision. And I was going to do the right thing. Whether even if I made a wrong decision, I felt like I would be better to make the wrong decision but do it by faith. Then to be doing what I was doing just because it was what would gain me acceptance with everybody else. 
even if I made the wrong decision, but if it was done in faith. God could bless that more than lack of decision just because I wanted to be accepted with people. Katonda, yali mwetegefu okuwo mukisa chenalinsazewo kukola okusinga nzukole ebintu ngabale bagala ambikoli kubanga njagala banzikirize. And so I said God, I'm going to make a decision tonight and I began to pray, God, how do I discern? Inamukasera kunengamba mukama ekijja kijje ngenda kukola okusala wechiro kya lero era mukasera kuninta niko kusaba nti mukama nasobola ntio kwaula. And when you let the peace of God rule in your heart, I didn't have peace, total peace. Ngoli nyiribwa lugameto inokuganya eminembe jakitono kufuga mutimago amazima gegano saina mirembe jankomeredde mu mutimago wange in any direction kuchiche nalino kusalawo uba wajina ino kudda if i quit school i was possibly going to be drafted and sent to vietnam ndisinga kali kantanze nemva musomero bali bagenda kunsindike vietnam mu lutalo i was going to lose money nalingenda kufirwa ne sente that i was getting from my father's social security and I was going to be rejected by every single person that I had talked to about this. So I didn't feel peace about that. It didn't excite. I didn't just love it, but when I considered the alternative, Staying in school, I felt zero peace about that. And again, I don't have the words to describe. This isn't for everybody. But for me, when I thought about staying in college, it just, I hated it. Matter of fact, did you know that after this decision, I probably had nightmares, I would say at least 20 years after this. And and I would have them at least once every six months, usually twice a year. I would have a nightmare where I was back in school. I mean, to some people, that's not a nightmare. But to me, that's how much I hated it. It was like, oh, God, no. And so I would try and find, you know, my locker or the class I was supposed to go to. And it was one of these things where it was just total frustration. And that went on for about 20 years. And then I was in a church with Dan Funkhauser. He was my pastor. He pastored in Green Mountain Falls. And Dan is a great guy in many ways. But one of the things about Dan is he's just secure in who he is in the Lord, and he doesn't care what people think about him. Now, he probably does to some degree, but he, he cared about it much less than I did. And he was just a very secure guy. Anyway, in one of these nightmares that I was having, 20 years or more after I'd already gotten out of school, I actually made it into class for the first time. 
omulundi ogusokera dala Usually I, I I never made it to class. It was just the frustration of figuring out where I needed to go and why am I back in school. Kakati mubiroto biribi nalinga mfuna emirundi jire jasokanga. Nalotanga nchali wabwerwa o nebuze chibina chiriruda wa entebe yangeriruda wa ruachi nkomye wano ndaba basomesa abagendo kunsomesa ngandia obi nabina bintabuddi. But in this dream I actually made it to class. I was sitting in a seat and I was just feeling like this is wrong. I know God told me to quit school. Nemu kasera kano, mchiloto chino cho, kuruna lisino nyantebe, wabula kuruna ingi ya dala mchivina, nenera banga antude, nemu natula kuntebe eno. Nintaliku gama mkama manyisi ina kubeda wanurachi nkomyewo wano. And I looked over and Pastor Dan Funkhauser was sitting next to me. Nebu nali nete gereza ba hizi bentu denda bomo chibina. Ngendo ukulaba nga musumba Dan Funkhauser yali antudo kumpi. And I looked at him and I said, what are you doing here? Nenchuka nemubuza musumba. Atena uoli studenti okolachi wano. This is all in my dream. Binebe nebu nebu yali omu chiroto change. And he looked at me and he says, the question is, what are you doing here? Nemu kasera ako, Pastor Dan yonu nanchukira nambuza. Andrew Mack, okolachi wano. He says, why do you care what people think about you? Nambuza, luwachi ufanyo kuchaba ntupecheba gendo kulu uzako. He says, you know what God told you to do. Nangamati, umanyide dela katunachia gambo kukola. He says, let's get out of here. Nangamati, situka mangu tufine wano. And so we got up and we walked to the door and as the door was closing, I stuck my head back in the door and I said, I'll never have this dream again. Kakati, and I never have. It's probably been another 20-something years since then. And you know what it was? It was really just when I felt insecure and people were criticizing me. I'd always go back to this decision I made about quitting school. Because I mean, I got criticized big time over this. I actually had the people in my Baptist church. They, the elders of the church came to me and said, you can't be a Christian. And say that God told you to quit school. I know some of you think that's an exaggeration, but I was in a highbrow church. Where when the pulpit was empty, they would go get somebody from the seminary. The Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. Theological Seminary, Fort Worth, and they would come and speak, and they were so intellectual. You would have to sit there with a dictionary to, you know, try and understand what they were saying. Dictionary. Education was just everything. And when I said that God was telling me to quit school, well, I mean, the feathers hit the fan. So all of this to say that when I was sitting here trying to discern what do I have peace about, I didn't have total peace. 
about quitting school. Because again, I could be drafted. I'd lose money from the government. And I was going to be criticized because I already was being criticized and it was going to be much worse. If I just made a definitive decision. So I, I didn't feel total peace, but when I thought about staying in school, I had zero peace. I mean, none. There was nothing in me that wanted me to stay in school. And so I was thinking and saying, God, I don't feel total peace. Which one? Do, which direction do I go? And the Lord put it to me this way. He says, you, let, you follow the direction that you feel the most peace about. And he spoke to me and gave me an example that if somebody had a gun pointed to your head and the, and the thing cocked, and they said, you make a decision right now. And if you make the wrong decision, I'm going to kill you. Which decision would you make? Well, again, there wasn't total peace, but there was no doubt about the one I felt the most peace about. And I said, I would quit school. And he says, well, then just head in that direction. And so that night, based on Colossians 3.15, the peace of God rule in your heart. I said, all right, to the best of my ability, I'm going to follow peace. And I have no peace about staying in college. And I don't have complete peace about quitting, but I have more peace about that, and I'm going to let the peace of God rule. And so I made a decision in my prayer time. I told the Lord, that's it. In the morning, I'm going to start telling people, that I'm quitting school. You have told me to do this and this is the direction that I'm going. And I went to bed and I slept good. So the next day, you know, here's another thing the Lord spoke to me during During that time. He says, if you were in a boat, and you were going someplace, that little tiny rudder, can change the direction of that boat. But if you're sitting still, you can flip that rudder 360 degrees and it will never give direction to that boat. And so you have to start moving. And if you aren't confident, that you are moving in the right direction, well then move slowly. You don't have to go full speed ahead. But 
Tuwale hivi gire bitonoto no mpola mpola na yeto sigalango imiride tandi kukutambula. Just move slowly and you will either have that peace start bearing witness and say yes this was the right decision. Or... Kakati buo tandi kukutambula mpola mpola. Ngatopapa wabula mpola mpola uja kutandi kukulide mirembe junga jita andika o ukula mula mutima go. No it was the wrong decision but you've got to start moving. Awuliokobe ringo subula ukusara wonti uba ukusara uko ukoze kutufu ubasi kutufu na ye chino cho ino kumanya ulino kutandi kukutambula. So based on that kakati ukusinzira kwecho mkama chariya ngambi I got up the next day and I went to the three people who had criticized me the most. Mkasaida ku nagolo kukenkeira nengendi eliaba ntubasatu benalimanya baliba sinzo kumpo obuzibu. One was a school teacher that I had a good relationship with. She was a born again person. Omukubo yaliyo musomesa wange musomero. Era na ine okolagane nnungi naye yali muchala mulokole. And she was real strong in the Lord and I valued her opinion. Enkolagane ine katunda yali nnungi nyo eranga bwakugamba anti mukama amugambi ngachangambi nchitwala. But she was also a friend of my mother. Ngajekecho omuchala ono era yali mukwano gwa mama wange. And my mother was a school teacher and this woman thought that she was doing my mother a favor by telling me how crazy I was. Eroro kubanti ali mukwano gwa mama. Ye muchale yaluza nganti ayamba mama wange. Yo okunga amanti sina kuva musomero nsigalenga ncha soma. To even contemplate quitting school and she had let me have it. Erene bwina mugama ntingeza kukuluza kubyo kuva musomero. Banange yali yangolo kokera ko bubinyo. There was another guy who was my youth director and he was actually there the night that I experienced God what this little booklet about Marion Warren. He was in that prayer meeting. Kakati waliyo musajjo mulala e yaliwo muchiro chiri katonda uyakoma kubula mu bwange ngabiri musatu umwezi gwo kusatu mumaka gwa luku munena nkaga munana yaliwo ekirecho and he was my youth director at the church and he had just told me that you are crazy ero msajjono yalinga bugamba yali akulembere ekitongole kya fe kya bavubuka erali yangamba nyonti gwe oli mulalu okugamba anti katonda gambye you are missing god and then there was another lady who is just a friend of mine kakati waliwo no muchalo mulala ono yali mukwano gwange she was about 20 or 30 years older than me but I looked at her kind of like a spiritual mother and I valued her opinion and the Elomchaloni aliasemba yo yaliansinga emyaka kumpi abiri kwa satu nalimutwalanga mamango omoyo ilibigambo byangambanga nabitwala These all three of these people had let me have it when I told them I was contemplating quitting school Ilaba nabantu basatu bebali basinzo okunguluko kirako okunwanyisa wenamala nemba gama antikatonda ngambi so the next day after I made this decision, I just got up and went and saw these people just to kind of test the waters. To let the peace of God see if this was the right thing or not. And I remember going in to see this school teacher this lady sija kuirabira nagendo kusisinka no muchalo no musomesa and i walked in and i told her i said miss ellis i said i've made my decision about what i'm going to do about college kakati nengenda mu office ne mugama miss ellis nakoze doksala wo kuchechidako and so she said what is it muchalo nambuza okoze kusala wochi and i said i believe god has told me to quit school ne mugama anti mazima dala nkakasidwa mutima gwange ntikatonda yangambi mve musomero and i'm gonna quit school ile somero ngenda divamu and i was braced for her to come out against me with everything she had muli mutima gwange nali netegese kubyonebe nabi ali yetegese okunkola and she just stood there and got tears in her eyes nemukasera kungenda okumutunulira amaziga nengatandiko okumuva maso and she says i would give anything to be where you are. Omuchalo no nagama ntinsobolokuwa yocho na okubanga ndi muchifocho. That totally shocked me. I was expecting anything but that kind of a reaction. Echo muchalo no chiyangamba banange chantisa chankanga chaneunyisa kubanga nali nsubira kungolo kokira kokuyomba nate. And I said you would. I said why would you do that? And she says, you know, I don't know how old she was, but I ever Nimubuza ruachi kuluno wechu siza. Nangamba umanyi sijukira ine miyake meka mkaseira ako. She says I'm this old 
AND I DON'T KNOW FOR SURE THAT I'VE EVER DONE EXACTLY WHAT GOD TOLD ME TO DO. YANGAMA ANTI NDI MIAKA WEJITI NA YESI MANYIDE DALA MUBULA MUBU ANGE OBADDALA EBINTU BIENKOLA BIEBE NYINI KATUNDA BIANTONDI DOKUKOLA. AND SHE SAYS I WOULD BE ANYTHING, I'D GIVE ANYTHING TO BE 18 YEARS OLD. ILOMU CHALONO NANGAMA ANTI NA NSUBULO KOLA CHONA, NSUBULO KUWA YO CHONA CHONA, NZIDE MUMBERE WA MIAKA KUMINA MUNANA. AND KNOW THAT I AM FOLLOWING GOD'S WILL FOR MY LIFE. And man, after I left there, I was shouting and praising God. You talk about the peace of God. It was growing exponentially. Then I went and saw my youth director, which had been very critical of me. And I told him that I believe this is what God has told me to do. And he just all of a sudden, he says, you know what? I think that that's right. And and he bore witness with it. And every person that I went and told about it, within 24 hours of me making that decision, I had a number of confirmations that this was God's will. And so I headed in that direction. And did you know in the natural there was a lot of bad things that happened? And I did lose my student deferment. And I did get drafted. And I did get sent to Vietnam. Some people would look at that and think, well, boy, you missed God. But you know, looking back on it, in hindsight, that was one of the best things that ever happened in my life. It wasn't fun, and at the time, uh, it, it wasn't fun at all. But I look back at it, and I was just in a situation where I was isolated for 13 months. And out of nothing but sheer determination and boredom, because there was nothing else to do, I just started studying the Word anywhere from 10 to 15 hours a day. And I pulled bunker guard every single night and prayed at least four hours every night. I was spending somewhere around, I don't know, 12 to 16 hours a day minimum. Just seeking God with my whole heart. And looking back at that, when I came out of Vietnam, I was stronger than horseradish. And God had changed my life. And it was a good thing for me. I also lost money from the government. But you know, God gave me back much more. And anything that I lost. I also got criticized and basically kicked out of a church. 
Umanyi, techako mao waka waka, echinti wachile echa ambako, abantumanji bangolo kukirako, nebatuka nekuchigire chokungu basewa mkanisa. And at first I felt really bad about that. Bwabangu wa mkanisa inu nasoka kuli labubi, nengama wanda abantumanji tebaanja galiza. And I was, I was praying about this and saying, God, they're kicking me out of the church. Kakati mkasera ako, nalisa wanda mkama aboruganda baba nubageza kukungu wa mkanisa nzira wa. And he told me, he says, don't worry, they won't let me in there either. And so, anyway, I just, it turned out to be one of the greatest decisions that I've ever made in my life. And it was made in two months after I had this miraculous encounter with the Lord. I didn't have very much maturity at all. But I let the peace of God rule in my heart. And I have never rejected it. Did you know that same experience that this little booklet is about? I had a number of people with me and my best friend he was also in this prayer meeting. And he got turned on to the Lord. And we were seeking the Lord together. But he decided... Uh, he, he also decided to quit school. Both of us did. But when he quit school and they sent him his, uh, you know, uh, pre-induction physical, notice he panicked and he went and joined the army. So that he could be guaranteed be sent to Korea. Instead of to Vietnam. And so he avoided Vietnam. But we wrote back and forth during the time in Vietnam and he felt like he had missed God. And that he just, you know, panicked and he did something in the natural way. What, what his parents and other people were telling him to do. And his whole time there was miserable and he came out of there having lost his zeal. And he's still born again. He still serves God to a degree, but uh, it didn't work out well for him. I'm telling you, when I made this decision and I stuck with it, I never, ever doubted. Even though I was in situations where people tried to kill me and it was hot and... I went hungry. We, we lived off sea rations for two months in Vietnam. I remember going two months without taking a bath. And literally having to just rub the dirt off of me and sweep it out the door. I mean, there was a lot of hardship in Vietnam. But did you know what? I never one time doubted. 
that I had done exactly what God told me to do. And therefore, whatever consequence came of it was no problem. I could deal with it knowing that I was doing what God told me to do. There is a peace and a satisfaction that comes in your life when you know that you are in the center of God's will that you'll never get any other way. And it just strengthens you and enables you to deal with it. But, but on the other hand, if you're just doing your own thing, and then problems arise. One of the first thoughts that's going to come to you is, oh, I missed God. This is a result of my own bad choices. I deserve this. Now praise God for the grace of God. I believe even if you make a mistake that God will never leave you nor forsake you. And he could turn that thing around. But you lose your confidence. You lose your security when you are doing your own thing and asking God to bless it. There is something supernatural about just knowing that, God, I'm exactly where you want me to be. And you know, right now, I just feel in my heart like the Lord is saying to a lot of people watching this program. That you have never felt that absolute assurance and peace. That you are doing exactly what God told you to do. Again, there are steps and stages. You may not be in the fulfillment of the end result, what it's going to be, but you ought to at least be able to say, I know I'm where I'm supposed to be today. I'm in process. I'm moving in that direction. And if you can't say that, if you don't know beyond a shadow of a doubt, what God's will is for your life, well, then there's no way you're going to prosper beyond that. And even if you know what God has told you to do, but if you haven't learned how to follow God's leading, and you're trying to accomplish God's will in your own strength and power, you're going to blow the whole thing. It's just a matter of time. You know, one of the things that was a real blessing to me when I was pastoring in Childress, Texas. This would have been in 1976 and 77. 
I, I only had a very few people coming to the church, and so I didn't have a whole bunch of demand on my time. Na ina abantu watu nonya abalinga bajja mukanisa. So sai nanga mirimu minji ja kutula mukanisa kulinda baluganda. And so I started going into nursing homes. Mukasira kuna sala huko tandika okubanga ngenda muzetu ita nursing homes. Kakati mugana amaka abakadde bano jibalinga babalabirira. And ministering in nursing homes and I do that two or three hours a week. Nagenda ngaye mirundi esatu kwena buli week. And did you know it, it was a real blessing to me because I went in and saw people. I remember this one lady in particular. Who was very well off. She, uh, you could tell she had been a beautiful woman. She was always dressed to the nine. She always had her hair combed. She, she looked proper all of the time. But nobody would ever come see her. And this woman would just sit in this nursing home. And most days when I went in, she'd be sitting there crying. And she had been a pastor's wife, a Methodist pastor's wife. And at one time, she was the social elite in the town. Everybody was looking up to her. And she used to tell me about how important she used to be. And how people just everybody wanted to be around her. And now she was put out to pasture. Nobody would ever come see her. And she spent most of her days just sitting there crying. And I'd go in and minister to this lady often. And it was good for me because... This woman at one time had been a mover and shaker, but she was past her prime. And I saw that everybody, sooner or later, is going to come to the end of themselves. With most of us, it's sooner. We make mistakes along the way and things don't work out and we crash and burn even while we're young. But if nothing else, every single person, if you live long enough, is going to reach an age where you're past your prime and you are no longer able to contribute the way you used to be and if you are just depending upon yourself and your own ability then you're going to come to a place to where nobody wants you. Because you're no longer productive. Man, that's sad. And this was good for me because I realized that, man, I need to make my life count. And the only thing that really makes my life count is not what I can do, but what I will allow God to do through me. And 
And you need to come to this awareness. And you need to recognize that there is nothing that you can do in your own strength and power that will even come close to accomplishing what you could do if you would submit yourself to God and let Him work His will through you. And how do you do that? That's what we've been talking about now for four weeks. And specifically right now, I'm talking about you just let the peace of God rule in your heart. Look at your life and look at the direction that your life is going. And does this cause you peace? Do you look at it and say, thank you, Father, for such a wonderful thing that you've done. Thank you for the awesome opportunities you've given. And I know that you that have begun a good work, you're going to perform it. And do you feel peace about where you are and where you're going? Or do you look at it and wonder? and have fear about man what's going to happen when I get old you need to know that you are doing what God told you to do and one of those ways is you let the peace of God rule umpire in your heart and some of you right now don't feel peace about where you are. You're doing it because it just seems like that that's what you've got to do to survive. You need to make a decision and start following that peace. And I promise you, if you'll do that, I believe you will prove the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. God, you'll never regret it. Thank you for listening to the Gospel Truth Program. We believe that you have been blessed. Please call us on 0200-330-000 to pray with you or to make an inquiry or share your testimony with us. We speak healing into your body and prosperity into your life. You are blessed. Are you in sickness, in deep thoughts, drowning in depression? You feel stuck and nowhere to turn. Andrew Womack Ministries and Caris Bible College invites you to the healing experience. Every last Thursday of the month, starting at 5 p.m. at Park Royal Mall, 5th floor, along Buganda Road. God is a faithful God. When you believe on Him, your healing is always available. Your healing is today.